0: How often have you heard either mothers or grandmothers speaking about what they would do in a certain situation to uh, protect their kids? What's funny is when you when they reference the mama bear in- instinct, you know, stereotypically, you know, in nature, the uh, mama bear will react a certain way if anything that comes in close contact to her cubs whether it's another bear or human another animal you'll see a a violent reaction to defend their their cubs so often you'll you'll hear people talking about what they would do if uh someone tried to abduct their children or uh or assault them in any way. You know, when you're out in public, at the park, at the grocery store, whatever. So, um, there recently there was a man, well there was a, a grandmother walking with, uh, I think, three children. One was a toddler that she was carrying her. And uh, I think it was in the Bronx. You can, you know, duck, duck, go, go or Google it. And uh homeless guy you know walks up to the granny, snatches the kid right out of the hands, and uh you know the 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 grandmother just threw her hands up in there and then kind of just stumbled after the guy, limp and sheepish sheepishly. there were no mama bear instincts there; she reacted the best way or the only way that you know, she fell back on her training. Her training up to that point was probably nil. And in her mind, maybe yeah, she believed that if she was ever in that situation, yeah, she would claw, scratch, kick, bite. But in reality, if you watch the video, it was a pathetic response to a person that was clearly trying to do harm to her grandchild, and she did little to nothing in response to it. And from my experience on the police and fire department in the Washington, D.C., uh, it's it's been the same. Um, people who been in these situations and you know I've, I've responded to the aftermath of a lot of child, either child abuse or attempted abductions or abductions and uh, the ones that fought screamed kicked bite or bit etc those are the ones that had close to happy ending Sometimes the kid would be a little injured in the scuffle, whatever, or the adult, same. But uh, the ones who just kind of threw their hands up in there, like if you watch that video, uh, and just kind of looked around for help. I mean, when you're, especially in a big city, I mean, you, no one's coming to save you. And in a 911. Uh, response situation you're four minutes out from any police fire whatever so if you don't know how to defend yourself or um, if you've never been in a fight you've never been punched in the face there aren't any mama bear instincts that are going to kick in you're going to fall back onto the level of your training and experience your life experience. So. If you're one of those parents who. You know. Go around beating your chest. Talking about what you would do. In that situation. I can tell you right now. You're not going to do fucking shit. <laughs> but look around. Throw your hands in there. Maybe scream for help. But you're not going to do anything. You're either ready or you're not, so it's in your best interest to uh, get some kind of training instead of talking shit. Another uh thing to talk about is uh those ill-advising parents you know when the kid comes home from school tells a story about how he or she was bullied. The parent who uh, dusts off the crumbs or whatever Dorito tortilla dust off his fingers just to give a few seconds of uh, advice to their kids will say, Yeah, you know, man up or woman up or tough it up. Go up to the biggest bully and just punch him in the face, and they'll never bother again. You know, this is usually coming from a parent who, same thing, you know, never ever been in these situations. But here they are, giving their kid advice, ill advice, to go up to a bully. And punch them in the face. With no minimal martial arts training or any kind of, you know, if your if your school has a wrestling team, then you have access to martial arts. Some people are like, uh, you know, martial arts is too expensive and all this other stuff. I don't have the money for it, or the time for it. Or if your kid, if you if your school as a wrestling team, put your kids in it. They don't have to go in there with the goal to be the state, win the states or the nationals, but they could learn some basics to uh, defend themselves. And there's YouTube. There's no excuse. Turn on YouTube. Clear out space in the living room and go over the drills that you see on YouTube. You yeah. know pick some my some judo some jujitsu some wrestling some sambo some catch wrestling you know youtube uh, any of those subjects muay thai and uh, start there (laughs) and don't just say go up and punch the kid uh My brother, uh, when we were, we moved from Youngstown, Ohio to the D.C. area, first stop uh, was, uh, we lived in Falls Church, went to Falls Church High School, and my brothers were four years younger than me, youngest brother was eight years younger than me, so my youngest brother came home, and um, he kept complaining about these bullies, you know, the kids chasing him home and, you know, I'd give him a hard time. And, uh, I was like, uh, you know, point them out to me, show them, show, show me who these kids are that are, you know, chasing you down the street or whatever. And he, and he showed me and then the kids didn't look any, any, uh, They didn't look like anything special. They weren't bigger than him. Stronger than him, whatever. So, uh... I got in his face and... I told him if those kids chase him home one more time, then I'm going to beat him up. His eyes got big. And then I slapped him on his back. I was like, of course I'm kidding. But let me show you some things. So I showed him a few things and I also told him the things the thing is that kids at that age they can't understand crazy. So if you just act crazy, they won't know how to react. React to you. So uh, and I'm totally uh Cutting this short. But anyway, after a few good uh, pep talks, uh, kids chased him home again. You know, I come outside and the kids are still there. And I, I told my brother, I was like, go get them. Do what I said. Go batshit crazy on them. And they'll run with their tails between their legs. So my brother yelled he yelled out this this wild war cry and ran up to the first kid and did this, this WWE double leg drop kick to the kid's chest and the whole the whole time he's just screaming you know ah, ah, ah and and he's just going bananas on these kids he gets the mount position on the kid he just drop kicked and then he just lays waste to his face the other kid tries to pull my little brother off he yanks him down gets on top of him and then lays lays hate down on him too all the while not stopping with the screaming like he played the crazy person role perfectly these two these two kids two bullies jumped up ran and it was like watching a cartoon with the you know when kids take off fast little dust you know kicks up a lot of dust and they they actually ran home and told their mom and she came knocking on the door complaining that My little brother was bullying them. I had some words with her. and That was the end of that. And those kids never bothered my brother again. But, you know, off on that tangent. Don't be some parent who... Same scenario. Never been in a fight. Giving your kid advice to get into a fight with zero training is setting them up for failure be a leader be a role model if you're too lazy or physically unable get them in the wrestling program it's cool because it's part of the athletic program it is a martial art Or, you know, pay someone privately, you know, through uh, 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 a martial arts school, whatever. Or, if you're not man enough, if you have an uncle or a cousin or a friend or a neighbor, have him step up to the plate and show your kids something. But don't just go up with the advice, punch the bully, the biggest... That jailhouse thing, you know, go and you get locked up. You, If you want to be safe in jail, you go up to the biggest guy and during chow hall or chow time and knock him out. No, none of the other prisoners will mess with you. Yeah, that works in the movies, the cartoons, whatever, but not in real life. Anyway. Moving on. So what about when driving? How often do you... How, how often do you use your vehicle in an aggressive manner? You know, riding someone's ass, cutting someone off, gesturing as you drive by them, throwing up your hands, uh, just, uh, or laying on the horn. Like when someone's on the stop, at a stoplight and they're not, they're maybe they're not on their phone or not paying attention, and you're the asshole behind them laying on your horn. Um, be careful with that because like I said my experience on the fire department and the police department it hasn't ended well for people that uh, initiate or participate in uh, the road rage or just that passive aggressive driving or bullying you know it's they're not the police don't ride in a fast lane at doing 55 just to keep everyone going the speed limit you know don't cut people off don't just fucking laugh it off someone does something someone cuts you off laugh it off Especially if you have kids in the car. Don't be an asshole. Setting a bad example. And you're going to get yourself killed... By catching... The wrong person on the right day. Because... If that person cuts you off... Blocks your... Exit... And comes out with a gun... Or a crowbar. Or his bare hands. And yanks you out of the window. You'll be like that woman who. uh, Had a fender bender. And then. Fled the scene. The guys catch up to her. Because there's traffic on the bridge. And stories conflict but. It's either they yanked her out of the car, disrobed her, and threw her off the bridge, or they yanked her out of the car, and she was so afraid that she jumped off the bridge. You don't want to be in that situation. And what about stupid things like the HOA? What if you live in a neighborhood and you have little HOA snitches? They don't like what you've done got some unfinished or delayed construction that is, you know, pissing people off, and then all of a sudden, you get phone calls from HOA, or you're hearing that Karen down the street said something about whatever home improvement that you had that was against regulation, and you got reported don't confront those fucking people always have some kinda way to buffer your disputes cause sometimes in neighborhoods yeah, um especially you know with the HOA and or just people who have nothing better to do um they will confront you on the the most trivial things and it's not worth it. Uh, On a recent visit to the States, my kids were witness to uh, a man screech his tires as he pulled into this driveway and confront this elderly couple because they had uh, complained about his grass. (laughs) This guy was 6'5", about 300 pounds. It could have gone bad. Uh, For what? Something so trivial as that. It's ridiculous. <clears throat> um, I think Karens need to uh, realize that the cell phone or is not a shield, or or the. When you're confronting like a, uh, a person in the retail or service industry and you, you, you think, oh, you know, if I request to see their manager or whatever, it, it offers some kind of protection, some shield that, or a barrier between you and them that this person will feel so intimidated that it doesn't matter what you say to them, they won't retaliate. So, for instance, um, you've got your phone out, and you're recording them. And you, you think, oh, oh, the other person is like, oh my God, they're recording me, I better behave a certain way, or I better not punch them in the fucking face. Or if they... Oh, my God, they just requested to see my manager. I better not overreact because I'll lose my job. I'll tell you what, if you catch the person on the wrong day, they will knock you out whether you have a phone on or not. And uh, whether you didn't receive enough pumps in your latte, it wasn't sweet enough, or the service wasn't up to par, You're not saving the planet by uh, making it known how displeased you are. I don't know if you're, you know, some people do it because they want a freebie or they want uh, some kind of, or some kind of power trip. But uh, whatever's lacking in your life, you don't need to bully other people. Um, it's uh, it's a dangerous game you can get hurt and if you if you're also one of those people that have never been punched in the face before or been in any kind of altercation you won't be ready for it when it happens so just walk away and what about the uh, the guy who likes to break up fights, whether it's with good intentions or Captain save ho You know, when you see a damsel in distress having an argument with their boyfriend or some random guy, don't rush into there if you don't know how to handle yourself. If you're that concerned, call the police, have them handle it. Yeah, it might take four minutes or above. But unless someone's got a knife out or a uh, or gun out and you're specifically trained or... um. You know, if if it's not a life or death situation, don't don't even think about intervening. I'm not saying walk away. You know, maybe get out of your phone, whatever. Call the police or record it so they'll, the police could actually have some evidence of what happened or whatever. But if you're gonna if you're gonna break up a fight and you don't know how to do it safely, where you can reduce in- injury to yourself and the people you're trying to uh, restrain. Then just stay out of it. You just don't even. Sometimes it just sh- shut the fuck up. <laughs> don't even. Uh, because if you don't know the background of the story, you could you could be saving the wrong side or, you know, the the bystanders that are standing around doing nothing it could be on either side and if you pick the wrong side to help you could you could uh, be in trouble as well so um, I've seen uh, many situations um, on the streets of D.C. where that didn't work out too well for people so um Be careful with it. Um, that also plays out with um, like COVID stuff. Like, uh, like also in in the states, I've seen more confrontations based on someone either commenting about, "Hey, where's your mask?" or or someone making fun of a person who's wearing a mask or their vaccination status or whatever. And I think you're probably more likely to die from talking shit to the wrong guy and catching them on a bad day than you are from COVID. I could say that because my kids and I have had COVID for that being the most dreaded disease out there. Um, It felt like uh, weaker than a common cold or, I've had seasonal allergies worse than that. Uh, My kids were home, we quarantined, had them at home from school and I thought the fucking COVID actually gave them energy. They were running around the house more than And playing more than usual so for a dreaded disease like it's out there in the media that was the weakest fucking shit that ever infected me in my life that being said doesn't mean i'm saying it's not a real thing and that people aren't dying from it i mean they do have those comorbidity factors that are influencing that That being said, if you see someone not wearing a mask, shut the fuck up. If you see someone wearing a mask, shut the fuck up. If it's regarding someone's VAX status and their VAX passport and this and it, leave them the fuck alone. You're not fucking Captain Save the Planet. it's not worth it. Just avoid those people. If someone's not wearing a mask, is it affecting you? Do you need to go out and risk your life getting in a uh, potential confrontation with a person who might be batshit crazy and chew your fucking face off? It's not worth it. Or if you're one of those people who are anti-vax, and you're clowning on some, some ladies walking peacefully down the street with her mask on, and then she just fucking just throws a her little piping hot Starbucks latte in her face because of it. Yeah, you deserve it. Strolling, man. Uh, So, trolling. Let's cover that. Uh, Trolling is so popular these days. Uh, I think it's because of the distance. The distance... uh, I think the... Having that distance contributes to... It's like being a sniper or one of those uh, those drone guys that, that fly these drones that drop bombs on these targets, and these drone pilots are like in America or some safe military base, hundreds of miles from the fighting, the actual fighting on the ground. And, you know, they're sitting there eating their gummy bears and M&M's and drinking their coffee in a nice, warm, climate-controlled room. And it's safe. There's no bullets being fired, up, you know, flying at them. There's no bombs, no IDs. They can drop these bombs with precision on all these targets. And it's kind of like that with trolling. <clears throat> trolling on the internet or social media, media, or it's like the distance you have between your, you, you can justify uh, dehumanizing your target because of the distance, the separation between you and them. Um, you can always uh, judge a man by how they react when bullets are flying them at them or or, or even um, like in a serious situation or confrontation versus how they how they react in a comfortable climate controlled Or safe environment. So from a position of safety, you know a lot of chest beating, you know bragging, and then when it comes to like, all right, the lines are at the gate. You know the people. People will show their true side. I have a story that I'll. Relay in another episode describing a perfect uh, story about how someone who who joined our team definitely showed a different side than he was uh, led us to believe there was a lot of hype to his arrival it that way. and eh, it's typical—big, tattooed, stereotypical meathead uh, turned out to be a little bitch. But anyway, we'll go into that on another episode. So what else? Uh, oh, that sarcastic asshole you meet at the party—someone, uh, you know, Mister Smarty Pants or Missus Missus Smarty Pants. The person who thinks they know everything, been everywhere, so educated, uh, insulting people's intelligence in public as some kind of power trip. Um, It's it's one of those things that will get you knocked the fuck out if you catch the person on the wrong day. Um, I've been... I lived in D.C. most of my life, and I've been to a lot of house parties, events, uh, social gatherings with uh, uh, at the homes of like Supreme Court just Supreme Court justices or different politicians, uh, people who claim to be this or that uh, and certain high status or what they measure status as, and just sitting there getting evaluated and you know looked up and down or measured the name dropping the what college did you go to or what organizations or clubs do you belong to conversations it's like an interview and then you're being measured and evaluated whether you're worth the time of day and then you see it either playing out versus you or someone else you can see how they will target certain individuals and peacock around their degrees or like I said, mention their organizations or or things that they belong to and then start attacking whatever target or whoever whoever they deem uh unworthy or unacceptable to be at that event or or a lot of times they feel like they need to flex to impress others around them and like I said eventually you'll catch the person on the wrong day because it doesn't matter if you're in a nice elegant cocktail party it still (laughs) will not prevent you from getting knocked out or shot or stabbed or whatever because you think either you or you're going to get some kind of points with whoever you're trying to impress. Either it's yourself or the other person or boosting your ego by insulting people's knowledge or their social status or or, um, their connectivity to that DC uh, fake power structure whatever and that applies to any city New York Tokyo London it's global you have those people everywhere Um, it's you will catch the person on the wrong day and all those degrees all those memberships All those names you dropped will not shield the blow from taking a left hook to the face. Or worse. It's not worth it. Gets your rocks off in another way. No one likes that sarcastic asshole anyway. And the same thing, it goes uh, at work, you know, peacocking around, flexing your authority. It might work for a little bit. But that has been one of the root problems of most, what, office, workplace violence, school shootings, that term, that so often use going postal I mean it's it's just not worth it you're going to catch the person on the wrong day um, just it's one of those things where if you've led Such a boring life, or you've lived in this comfortable bubble all your life, or you've been in a position of relative safety all your life. It gives you that false sense of security that it's not going to happen to me. That stuff only happens on the news, it only happens it's sensationalist, it it, it won't happen to me, but it does happen, and it has happened in the best of the neighborhoods, it has happened in secure places, in the most secure places, it doesn't happen every day, but All it takes is one spark, and you'll catch the person on the wrong day. And if you're not ready, you will fall back onto the level of your knowledge, training, and experience. And if it's zero, then if you were the spark, you deserve whatever happens to you. A perfect example of catching a person on the wrong day... um, I can tell you from first-hand experience, I'm one of those guys you don't want to catch on the wrong day. I uh, went out with my wife and uh, she had just had a miscarriage and it was a pretty bad miscarriage late, so she was upset, and uh, we thought it was a good idea to go out, have some fun, unwind, take her minds off of it. Coincidentally, one of her friends was out that night and invited us to meet him and some of his work colleagues at a bar slash restaurant somewhere in Tokyo. I advised against it because I just wanted to hang out with her and relax. But uh, it was her day. I wanted her to make, feel, I wanted her to feel better. So we go out, we meet them there, have a couple drinks. Then we ended up going to a a smaller location, not too far, actually a couple doors down. And while we were there, one of her friend's work colleagues grabbed her inappropriately. And when I mean inappropriately, he reached under her skirt basically pulled a Donald Trump, grabbed her by the pussy. And it was right in front of me. And a lot of things replayed through my mind. I remembered a great majority of the women I had dated had at one time in their life had mentioned how they were out in public or they were out with their boyfriend or significant other, whatever, husband. And at one point another man had disrespected them in a way or sexually assaulted them. You know, either grabbed their breast or their their ass or their vagina, whatever. Touched them inappropriately. And their husband, significant other boyfriend, whatever, didn't do a fucking thing. And it and it and I'd hear them relay this story how, how disappointed they were and then how disappointed they were on the bystanders that no one had done anything. That they kind of looked the other way or acted like they didn't see it or like it didn't happen. And that's kind of what happened that night. Um, when he did it in front of me, he kind of throws his hands up and shrugs. I look across at the bar manager who, it happened in arm's reach of him. I looked him dead in the face. And I'm like, hey, you going to do something about that? Because all he did was kind of laugh. And he, he did the same thing. He shrugged his, shrugged his shoulders, raised his eyebrows, and gave a little smirk. My wife looks at me. And she had also told me a story in the past actually several stories about guys who she had dated and things that like that had happened and they uh, didn't do anything so i wasn't going to be that next guy that (laughs) where she'd be telling a story or you know i'd be on the front porch And we're both sitting in rocking chairs, and she's telling a story how I just stood by and watched this man shove his hand up her skirt. And I just stood there like a little bitch and didn't do anything. So I had that replaying in my mind. And also as a police and firefighter in D.C., seeing multiple child molestations and sexual abuse, like rapes and stuff coming, arriving on the scene after it happened, the devastation or the looks on the woman's face or the child's face. I always thought to myself, if I could ever get my hands on someone or caught someone in the act, what would I do? And this was the worst day in the world as i mentioned before just had a miscarriage and was at that specific time wearing a thick pad because she was still kind of bleeding from that miscarriage and that's when he put his hand under my wife's skirt what the fuck what did you think I would do with a person of my background so um, I decided that this guy was going to pay the ultimate price my first reaction was I calmly walked over I grabbed him. I told him he was going outside, and I was going to fuck him up. Plain and simple. I never felt that much rage in my life. I grabbed him as we were walking down the door, walking outside the door of the club. There was like a small flight of stairs. And I grabbed him from his collar and underneath his belt. And I threw him down the fucking stairs. And as he was tumbling down the stairs, I was chasing him down the stairs, trying to kick him and punch him all the way down the fucking stairs. And then we got to the bottom of the stairs. I decided at that point, I was going to maim him to the point where, when he looked in the mirror, he... remember what he did and he would not only think twice but think to never ever touch a woman like that again so I was on top of him and uh, laying as much hate as I could but Within, it seemed like seconds. All these Nigerians come running out of the bar, and I don't know if it's like, I don't know, it's that Uncle Tom. I must say, the white man, I don't know, they're gonna get some fucking reward or something. They come running out, and when I say they they came out with that Uncle Tom uh, attitude where they're going to save the white man and get some reward, I'm not saying that to be racist or anything. I'm saying it because they had no intentions of breaking up the fight in a positive manner. It was they saw a guy in a business suit and me in a you know shorts or not shorts but i mean I, i've got a short sleeve shirt i'm showing tattoos so i look i look like i'm just some random drunk dude assaulting or attempting to rob some rich banker or something And I'm standing over this guy, like a lion over his kill. I'm frothing at the mouth at this at this time, and all these—I don't know—I don't know how many of them came out of the alley, and they were coming closer. And I told—I told—I was like, "Any of you take another step, you're gonna—you're gonna—you're gonna look worse than this guy." I'm here I'm here and I feel strong and if anyone takes another step you are dead I'm going to fuck you up and everyone kind of froze And and I said this guy touched my wife grabbed her pussy in front of me He's going to pay. And if you want to join in, you can pay too. Then some of the... I remember one of the guys was like, oh, yeah, if that happened in my country, I would light him on fire with a tire. And I was like, shut the fuck up. You wouldn't do fucking shit. I was so pissed off that these guys robbed me of my... uh, my vengeance. You know, I really wanted to punish this guy, but now that there's fucking witnesses, I can't do any goddamn thing. So I gave the guy a few more kicks. I grabbed his briefcase, and I did, like, an Olympic hammer toss, and threw it into, as far as I could throw it, it. (laughs) picked him up off the ground, I pushed him in the direction of where the taxis were and I just told him to get the fuck out of here and that he was lucky. And I looked at those Africans. I wanted to... I was really angry at them because they robbed me of teaching that guy a lesson. But anyway i heard through the grapevine that uh that guy ended up uh, getting deported because he had done the thing he'd done it again to some other woman and uh, evidently had a history of doing things like that but no one ever stopped him so hopefully uh, he gets his in the end But, like I said, you don't want to catch the person on a wrong day. So if you are unfamiliar with violence, if you are not a connoisseur of violence, if you are not prepared for violence, if you have no training in martial arts or self-defense or just any desire to protect yourself in any way do not give advice to your children to stand up to a bully do not beat your chest about what you would do in a certain situation there is no mama bear gene i'm sorry don't go around boasting or flexing trolling and scrolling Harassing, being sarcastic to people you don't even know because you're going to get your card pulled one day and you're not going to be ready for it. You're going to throw your hands up just like everyone else and you're going to say why. And there's not going to be an answer. So, fix your attitude as my daughter would say get happy (laughs) it's not worth it anyway I'm gonna put some more uh, episodes out this was just a quick one cover some things uh, from the fire department police department and uh, my time overseas And we'll see if that's more interesting. (laughs) Anyway, I'm out.